0: So, Stu, well, well, how's it
1: going, my friend? George, it's a pleasure to uh, speak to you this
0: way. It's uh, the modern yeah. technology. And Ming, we got to say hi to Ming. And, our Ming, of course.
2: Yeah, yeah. you know, I'm 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 always around in some form or the other. So it's great to see you guys. It's great, um, you know. This is the only way I know that you guys are alive. Although I know you guys are online, and uh, you know, whenever I'm on, uh, I see your comments. So I appreciate that proof of life for sure.
1: Well, it's our pleasure, Ming, and we appreciate you jumping on this mobile technology. And, you know, I figured it would only take a a national uh, catastrophe to have stewing in episode four. So why don't we go for it? And uh, we're going to do this as a crossover with George's podcast. George, which episode of uh,
0: Framed in Jersey is this? I don't know. Actually, no, Ming, What is it? Is it like six or is it five? I what believe is-
2: it is six. Yeah, we did one. I think our last one we did it was probably around Christmas, correct?
0: Yeah, that was the music, uh, the music episode, which I actually put out there again, and it's it's uh, quickly uh, reaching a thousand views. Which wow. Is really cool. Yeah. So uh, you know, I posted it to the picture framing community because I was like, if you've got nothing, and I mean nothing else to do. Check out my pad, podcast. And a lot of people started watching it and I posted it to all the neighborhoods in, uh, you know, in and around Middletown, you know, Homedell Hazlitt, you know, um, wherever, you know, just everybody. And it, it's gotten a lot of feedback and no, you know, armchair armchair bullies uh, bashing me yet. But, you know, <laughs> well, that, that, that could happen soon enough.
2: Yeah, no, you're talking about a universally loved topic, uh music. And uh while you can debate it and, and uh you know, it'll be uh, some musical topics will be hotly debated, you know, kind of like Empire Records. Uh you know, no one's going to ever hate on music. So Yeah. That uh that's amazing. And um I uh, I was just somewhat documenting how uh one of my friends inspired me to dig out my old boombox. Uh my old boombox from 19- that I got in 1988 in high school. And I dug it out, and to my surprise, it still works. And to my other, my greater surprise, I opened up, uh, I hit the cassette door, and uh, there was a cassette in there. And I was like, "Holy crap! Where, where did this come from?" And uh, it turned out to be a mixtape I was I was working on <laughs> from, from
0: Guardians of the Galaxy. It was it was
2: the Ming Chen awesome mix number one, yeah. And I'm trying to <laughs> trying to determine what year it was. It had to be. Uh, it had to be maybe mid '90s, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna post up the track list for everything on there. That's great. Yeah, because it is it is at the same time horrible and awesome. Um,
1: yeah, Ming, it was, did, Ming, did you see that when you posted your boombox? I posted a picture of my boombox.
2: I and- love your boombox. So you have a bright candy apple red. Um, I, what brand is that? I'm trying to remember. It's a Sony, I believe. it. That thing looked awesome, man. That thing is oh. a thing of beauty. It looked in pristine condition. Uh, I think you said it
1: still works? Uh, it, it does. The only thing is that um, the antenna broke off, so we did a repair to that. But basically, what happened is that I got that about maybe a little bit earlier than you got yours. And that was my college and my grad school boom box and then it was with me through all my travels and at one point my folks had a place in upstate New York and I gave it to my dad for use up there and when they closed that place down um, and I went I scavenged I got my college boom box I had my college uh, um, armchair that the kids used to read in so you know it, it's nice to have that you know very real um, attachment uh, to something from your past
0: yeah, I think I, I, had, I didn't want to cut you off, but I, I had a boombox when I was in high school. Um, it was a, it was a Panasonic with the, the, the detachable speakers, double cassette deck, you know, the equalizer, and I just I, I covered every square inch of that with bumper stickers. From uh, K Rock was the station back in the day, and then they had I don't know if you remember, and I'm probably really dating myself. For a while there they had all these bumper stickers for like rockosaurus and whatever, <laughs> whatever. It was like anything was a saurus, you know. And so I, I think I put Rockosaurus and like metalosaurus or something like that on there. But uh, so I worked the summer at UPS in Queens, and it was just the summer, and my manager was on me like I don't know what the hell was his problem. And uh, one of my coworkers, workers my, my immediate manager goes, what the hell's this problem? Why does he have such a freaking hard-on for you? You know? And I was like, I don't know. So I'm like running around. I'm, I'm you know, 17 years old. I'm running around. My, my, my radio is blasting because everybody on the line, you're loading trucks. You know, you're loading trucks, which is, I guess, what a lot of people are doing right now. And I guess I wasn't carrying like seven or eight that you're supposed to at a time. You know they, they call UPS the tightest ship in the shipping business. It's actually, like slave ship. You know that's what that, that was the inside joke. So I carried all these things and I ripped my knuckles Ooh. across the metal shelf, and I was I was done. I was done. I was like, that's it. I'm done. I'm out of here. I don't need this crap. And I just walked off, and I left my I left my boombox there. Oh so man, I left my boombox there. I got on my bicycle and I just took off Wait, left.
1: Were you going to ride on your bicycle with this giant boom box?
0: Well, I wanted my boom box. I loved that thing. I went everywhere with that thing. Okay. You know, it was, you know, so I don't know where it is right now. It's probably in, in, in a landfill somewhere. I mean, we're talking about 30 something years ago.
2: But uh, Oh, man. But in a fit of anger, you left it there. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that stinks. So, uh, yeah. So Stu, I looked out mine on eBay just uh, just in case I needed a backup one, and uh, okay. it's it's worth over a hundred dollars now.
1: Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's great. I mean, you know, it, it's a it's an interesting thing to show to uh, the Wonder Twins because they're like, "What's this for?" I'm like, "Well, this is for audio tapes," and they're like, "What's that?" I'm like, "That's what I used to listen to before we had you know iPhones and computers and all that."
0: Yeah, they're like, from the Earth?" i'm sorry george when dinosaurs roamed the earth exactly back in the 80s
1: so
2: yeah they're they're like well where do the mp3s go i'm like oh well yeah. <laughs> although i saw on amazon because i was i'm looking for cassette tapes now I, now i like i've fallen way down the hole now down that pit looking for cassette tapes on amazon so they sell it's a it's a it's a tape that you can put into a tape jack deck but it's bluetooth so it'll yeah. transmit really it'll connect via bluetooth to play your music from a digital device uh, onto whatever can play a tape—it's crazy.
0: That's <laughs> that is crazy. You know, my, my daughter as a goof gave me a, a Walkman because she works at Urban Outfitters, <laughs> and uh, they, they have a Walkman. And she gave it to me as a goof. She was like, "Here, here's a, here's a Walkman for you." And uh, she's actually she's actually working there right now. Urban Outfitters is still open, just fulfilling online orders right now and i i uh i actually drove by the stash this morning and saw the uh saw the sign for the ups guy on the door so i don't
1: know oh wow <laughs> I know. wait i actually i can attest that that is true because i got my package from the stash today which i believe was personally packed by mr michael Zapsik. so what i what i'm trying to do is all of the things that I was going to buy or I was going to purchase or that's the same thing. I'm trying to do that now to support, you know, small businesses. So I was going to buy a a bunch of things from the stash. Now's the time to do it. Um, I, I also am trying to support um, the, you know, the artists and the staff from comic cons who don't have uh, income coming in. Now Uh, there's this one artist named Dan parent, and I've always admired his work. So, he put out the a call on on um, Facebook that he was accepting commissions. So I am having Dan do a picture of Batman and the Wonder Twins, no surprise there. <laughs> and then when I get it, you know, eventually, George, I will get it to you and you can frame it for me as well. Um, All right. in, well adi- in addition, I'm supporting, you know, the local bagel shop we have and I, I really think it's important. In these days to, uh, you know, give support to all of those uh, people who are so useful and, and so nice to us. So I'm personally trying to do that.
0: That's 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 really nice of you, Stu, because, you know, I, I mean, you know, what? I, I think you're not you're not alone. I can honestly say you're not alone because I know a lot of people are very mindful of small businesses that are are struggling right now. I mean, I'm close to the public and I, I can you know, I'm waiting for that person to drive by my shop and go, you know, that guy, he's open and he's doing work. And I'm like, you know what? I'm in a, I'm one room by myself, just fulfilling orders. And I can literally show you on Facebook and text um, and messaging that people have reached out to me and said, you know, I've got stuff that I want to get framed. And I said, you know, I really appreciate it, but I got to say no right now. So, yeah. so the last episode of Framed in Jersey, I posted it to the uh, uh, DMB posters, which is Dave, Dave Matthews Band group, and I got I got somebody in the Highlands that that wanted to get two Dave Matthews Band posters framed up. He's like, "Are you there right now? Can I come?" And I'm like, "Dude, uh, I, I gotta respectfully say no, and I hope you understand, and I hope to, you come and see me when when the band is lifted, you know." But um, you know, I, I just, you know, I, I got to tell people that I, I, I can't right now, you know, I'm trying to be socially responsible um, and, and not get you sick, not get myself sick, not, you know, anybody else I might be in contact with. I mean, I, I've literally been, you know, o- only to the shop twice in, in about a week, uh, but just stuck in the house, you know, just, yeah. just stuck here. And, you know, my kids are taking their classes from home. My my daughter, uh, my oldest, she's on the computer most of the time because she's still taking her college classes. You know, my wife is working from home, uh, you know, telecommuting into the city. And it's it's the new normal. And hopefully it it doesn't stay that way. But, um, you know, it might be like this for a year. You don't know. You know,
1: I I don't I don't think it's going to be this way for a year. I I also don't want to um, disrespect any um, governmental officials. I, I don't think it's gonna be over by Easter either. I, I think this will probably be out of this by uh, maybe June. But the important thing is in order for this to work is we all have to do our part. And I, George, I commend you for being the responsible business person, the, re- the responsible citizen that you are. I mean, um, You know, I've explained this to the twins of why this is important. And, you know, obviously they're a little bit concerned. I've also, you know, called my mom and dad who are elderly um, and I've, you know, basically grounded them. I said, don't go out. And they're like, well, we could go. I'm like, don't go out. It only works if we all follow the rules. And, you know, I think that, that, you know, this is a very serious situation. I feel, as I said, starting this conversation, very bad for the people who are affected by it. I mean, it really it really bothers me a lot. I want to try and help as much as possible. I am extremely fortunate that I am in a position that I can telecommute. I do global market research. So, you know, things are rough all over, but I'm in contact with my global teams. But this is not anything you want to mess around with.
0: No. And to that respect. You know, I don't want it to, I I don't want to overshadow and say, oh, look at me, I can't work right now, you know, my my business is taking a hit, when thousands of people around the world are dying, you know? exactly. I mean, to put it in perspective, they just quarantined my dad. Uh, He he lives in in Arbor Terrace, which is an adult facility across the street from my shop, directly across the street from my shop. I can wave to him from my door. And... He's been quarantined. Nobody in, nobody out, except for the the, res, the, the the employees that work there. I dropped off two gallons of Poland Spring Water to him the other day, and the receptionist said, "Leave him on this on, on this collapsible table." She yeah. came out, sprayed it down with a disinfectant, and I couldn't even hug him. I, I had to kind of like, you know, you know, you have know, dad, I love you, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and that was when he was still able to walk around the facility. As of today, they're bringing meals to the residents' rooms because of what happened in Woodbridge. You know, all those people were infected. So, you know, it's hard that that people are are out of work. Uh, small businesses taking a hit, but the big picture is we all have to pull together and make sure that you know we're all healthy and 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 we don't lose any more lives. You know, and you know. I, I can frame things later on and, you know, I can, you know, maybe not make a car payment or, or, or whatever. And, and and I know there's other people that are desperately need to work and that needs to be addressed too. But, you know, I, I, I you know, you, you gotta look, look at it in, in the way that it needs to be looked at.
1: Exactly. Uh, you know, when you're talking about dropping that off for your dad, I said the same thing. I, I'm in constant communication with my parents and I say, when it gets to the point uh, maybe in like two or four weeks that they need to resupply, I will, you know, resupply them with the idea that I will put their stuff on their stoop and then I will leave and wave from the driveway. And I'm um, actually, one of the things I was just talking about with um, Sue this morning, um, my uh, girlfriend Sue is that she came up with a great idea that maybe other people could use. Um, I, I'm going to pick up non-perishable items uh, for my parents, and I'm going to just leave them in the trunk of my car for, I don't know, like four or five days because, you know, paper towel isn't going to spoil. And that way, that will be a chance for any, and I'm I'm not a medical doctor, but it will be a chance for there to be at least some time interval between is possibly touched by people, and then it goes to my parents' house. And then obviously when it gets to my parents house they'll have to wipe it down appropriately
0: as well yeah it's um it, it it's, it's tough it, re- it really is it real you know I, I i and i don't even want to say um i don't even want to say that that um this is something new because you know in the past they they've had smallpox, they've had polio, they've had all these things that people have had to live with. Is this just now our generation's pandemic, you know, and, and you know, you, you talk to people I, I you know, I mean I, I can't I wasn't alive, I don't remember those things, you know. But um you talk to people from from back then and that that was their, you know, that was their Pearl Harbor, you know? So well-
1: Actually, I mean, you know, my my grandfather, um, you know, obviously he's passed away at this point, but my grandfather contracted polio um, uh, during one of those um, periods in time when he. So this must have been around like um, 1916. And, um, you know, he was handicapped for his entire life because of it. So, you know, the only thing I can say and and, uh, this conversation is a perfect example of it. We're fortunate enough to live in these technologically advanced times that you and I can talk to each other and see each other and we can talk to me and, uh, you know, we can talk to um, our relatives. Our kids can do the distance learning, which is amazing. You know, we we're doing distance learning with both the public school and their religious school. So, I mean, I think that's one advantage we have. But then again, we have the advantage of having the means to have the technology.
0: Yeah.
2: I uh, yeah. And you can imagine if uh, you know there were no vid- no video chats, no internet, no. Uh, I think uh, there it, there probably would have been riots by now. So. Uh,
1: I think I agree, Ming.
2: So uh, thank you oh. to uh, to all the nerds out there that developed all of this uh, so that we could use it and stay sane.
1: So now that we've had a very important and very deep conversation, why don't we try and move? To- you know, maybe to more cheerful things in terms of things that we've been watching or things that we've been experiencing. I know, Ming, you've been super busy, but have you experienced the worldwide phenomena that is Tiger King? I have not.
2: That is on my list of things to do this weekend. And uh, I know it's not rocket science and uh, it's not saving the world, but I need to catch up with everybody else. I um, And, uh, you know, don't worry about spoiling it. Uh, I, I, I know pretty much all about it. And uh, yeah, I'm just marvelled that Netflix is able to come out with these documentaries every two or three months. That uh, you know that that young, young and old kind of entrances the entire world. And uh, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for this next one. So um, what is that? What is it?
1: Are you you're not familiar with it? Um, Well, and you know, I'm I'm the wrong person to do it full justice. But it's the story of the strange world of big cat enthusiasts of uh, people who breed and sh- and uh, show um uh, big cats lions and tigers uh, wild animals and um basically there are a bunch of very interesting characters involved uh, there's uh, there's a lot of human pathos and and drama and drug use and attempted murder it, it's compelling it's seven episodes quite frankly i got sucked into it i watched all seven at one uh you one, know, one sitting, sitting? I, I, one sitting you know, wow one, i i you know um, one of the things that i've read is that because of the anxiety of the current days people are having trouble sleeping so i um started uh a little i don't know like nine or so uh last night and i did the whole thing at one pop it was it was fascinating and um actually one of the aspects of it is interesting there's uh one of the the main characters is a gentleman named uh, joe exotic and he made his money by having these traveling tiger Heading zoos where you could go to a mall and get your picture taken with a tiger cub. And what's amazing to me is that there were several times when I uh, was in the Midwest where these, you know, shows came through the mall and my friends were like, Hey, Stu, you want to go get your picture with the tiger cub? And I was like, that does not sound like a good idea at all. So, I mean, what was interesting to me is that I was aware of it because I think it was like once in Indianapolis, maybe once in uh, Chicago, maybe once down in uh, Roanoke, Virginia. But um, I I, I know for a fact it was in Indianapolis that came through. And uh, that was interesting to me that I had observed this phenomena just as part of, you know, everyday experience. And I didn't realize there was this whole... Wild and crazy world behind it So yes I, I Strongly recommend it
2: Alright i mean I will have it done uh, Well I, I think the the Reason why I haven't started it is because uh, I've heard all these stories I like you to You start it and you can't stop And it's, so I need to carve I need to carve out seven hours Where I can sit down and watch the whole thing
1: it, It's very entertaining Okay so um, let me try uh, Something else I mean actually what happens Is that You know, the Wonder Twins um, go uh, to their mom's house uh, for most of the week and then they come to me. So a lot of times I'm just, you know, sitting around alone. So I've been consuming a lot of podcasts and entertainment after I get my work done. Um, One of the things I just finished up is Star Trek Picard. Have, Have either of you been experiencing that?
2: Uh, I hadn't until I'm going to open it now because uh, all the episodes are, are are online for free right now. Is that correct?
1: Yes, yes. Um, I I have to say that um, it, it's not perfect. Um, there's as much uh, good as bad to like about it, but it it very much strikes uh, nostalgia and and you know and uh, Patrick Stewart is just wonderful. So. You know, um, uh, I enjoyed the whole thing. I, I would say that that would have my recommendation as well. Do Tiger King first. Okay. The, the card. Then another thing I watched was uh, the Harley Quinn movie.
2: The, oh, okay, the Harley Quinn movie. Not Birds of Prey, but the Harley
1: Quinn movie. Well, I mean, it it, it is Birds of Prey. It's the one with, uh, what's her name, Margot Robbie? Yes. Yeah, I watched it.
2: Yes, the one with the uh, the very very long uh, initial title.
1: Yeah, uh... <laughs> um, it it was you know time spent that I didn't have to think about other things. I mean, you know, you guys know me. I'm like the Batman guy. I love everything Batman. Sure, and I and I and the the best thing I can say about this Harley Quinn movie is it was better than the Suicide Squad. <laughs> that's
0: that's not saying much. Stu. Well, I'll take it as you will. I haven't seen either one of those, but I, I will say to Stu's recommendation, um, and I was waiting for you to, to finish. I, I did watch the entire Picard thing. And um, what did you think? I, I thought it was awesome. You know, I thought it was um, I thought it was well done. I thought it was well cast. Um the story was cool. I, I don't know if you watched um, any of the uh, behind-the-scenes stuff with uh, with Quill Wheaton hmm. um, in the in the ready room because um, he does some he, he does like a, like a Talking Dead thing. Yeah. Um, I, I got to say there there are so many um, what do you call them Easter eggs acorns exactly um, sprinkled throughout. The, 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 the Star Trek universe that it, it really is you know I I, I mean sh- can we discuss are we giving anything away I mean you haven't seen it yet uh, Ming but Go so. go for it my friends that's my own fault R- really okay. I mean you've got the Borg in there you've okay. got well, you know,
1: George hang on one minute okay there will now be card spoilers so okay, we're gonna right, count okay, we're, okay, we're gonna right. count down three two one Spoilers,
0: <laughs> make Spoilers it so. So, haven't seen it yet, then you know you, you're you're bad. But just just from the very beginning, and I'm not going to give away the end of it because the end the the end the the last episode was was a true tearjerker. Yeah. Um. And um. But you've got you've got so many you know crossover things. You've got you know that thing with Ichab. You've got Hugh. You've got you know so many one. And Jerry Ryan, seven of nine, she turned into such a badass. Not that she wasn't before. Yeah. She found more of her humanity now and she's just running with it. You know, I, I, you know, I don't want to be on her, uh, her her bad side, you know? Yeah. Um, And then uh, the the kid that uh, is like the the samurai guy uh, that Picard befriended. The uh, elf, the space elf. Right, I mean, he's Romulan, right? Yeah, exactly. So, um, but it's it's so it's so cool that that you know throughout the beginning, where you know Picard's at his vineyard, he literally has the Tal Shiar as his as his servants.
1: No, it, it, and, it's great, um, you know, and, and, and I I think that what happens is that you know obviously, uh, uh, it's important um, to consider that a lot of the advantage is based on how familiar we are with the characters. And, you know, we mentioned that, you know, uh, the characters show up that you did, we said there was going to be spoilers. So obviously Riker and Troy are in this show as well. And right. you know, just,
0: that, was, that was such an awesome episode and the was. girl that played their daughter, how good an actress was she? Yeah.
1: You know? And, and, you know, I, I think that what happens is, is that, I, I like this, it seems to me, more than Discovery. But there's also the recency effect where I just saw Picard. And also there's the unfair advantage of liking things that you're familiar with. Because when it came to Discovery, I, I really liked uh, the Captain Pike character. And that says a lot about the actor. I think is that's uh, Anson Mount. But also, we know Pike and we know Spock, so we like them because we're familiar with them. But I, I for one, am uh, glad I watched Picard. I am I would recommend it to other people. I think if you're a Star Trek fan, you'll benefit even more. And I'm looking forward to uh, season two.
0: Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. I haven't watched Star Trek Discovery yet. Um, I haven't seen a single episode. Um, my, my brother, who recommended it said, um, you know, suffer through season one because it gets better. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. Be that
1: I would, ag- I would agree with that. I would agree with that 100%. And and I think that, that you really have to, under you have to watch season one to understand the beats of season two. But, you know, in general, those are very good actors in, in that show. It, it, it's, it's beautiful to look at. Um, you know, it's cool. I think, um, uh, that um, uh, Doug Jones, uh, the fabulous actor who was in all, you know, these other things, you know, The Shape of Water and, and that stuff plays uh, Saru, the first officer. It's very interesting, very entertaining. I, you know, I think that um, well worth your time, especially now that people are looking for things to do. And I think it's marvelous that CBS uh, gave the free month. I think it's also a fantastic business decision.
0: I, I actually already bought it um, when, when this whole thing went down and because um, I said, you know, I really wanted to watch Picard. I heard such fabulous yeah. things about it. And, um, you know, Patrick Stewart is such a wonderful actor and um, yeah, every, the acting is just off the chart great on, on this, you know, and, and um, uh, God, I can't think of his name. What's Riker's name? In, in, um... Jonathan Franks. Jonathan Franks. Thank you he he uh he directed a bunch of episodes and just just to see you know some of your favorite people coming together was just wonderful to see and it wasn't done slapshot you know it was, no, it was no, done no. very very well and um and some of the other characters that are on there like Peyton List she's from from Mad Men she's she makes a great Romulan you know oh yeah um, yeah you know she's, she's badass in, in in that show too um but again, these things come back to my um, to, to my my picture framing love you know, of, of all things pop culture and and, and framing stuff like that. I, you know, once I get through my myriad of of uh, projects to do, I've got my own stuff that I'm going to start working on. I've got quite a few Star Trek things that I want to get framed up. Um, well,
1: and I too, you know, um, uh, as I discussed, I have this uh, picture by Dan Parent that I'm going to have you do. You have my fabulous um shag kevin smith print that i already dropped off with I got big,
0: two yeah. of them in ass
1: <laughs> well, one is yours
0: my friend yes one is mine <laughs>
1: yeah so so you know ming did you did you see that that um kevin had a print made um by uh, the artist shag
2: i did so i think the first time first or second time i went to his house in la uh, i think he had three pieces um, I believe they're prints. I don't think they're originals, unfortunately, but uh, the uh, I, and I've always been, been a big uh, Shag fan, and um, I think the only bigger Shag fan was him. So when I saw that they were doing a Kevin Smith of uh, US Universe one, I was like, holy crap. He, uh, now he's made it. Now, you know, out yeah. of everything Kevin's done, now he's got his own Shag print, which I think is pretty cool. And uh, I'm glad that you were able to get two hands, uh, uh, your hands on two of them. And... Um, yeah, I've been looking for something to. Uh, so, she came out. It was a. It was a plastic plant. I think it was made out of vinyl.
1: Uh, I know. I know I, that that had to be around, um, like two thousand and four, yeah. two thousand and five, because it was right around the time I worked in New York City, and I saw it. And I, I, it was a limited edition, yep. and I tried to get it, but I couldn't
2: yeah and i've been looking for that one for a while uh yeah. i was i was always like if i ever found it i would give it to him but um no luck you know we uh i have, we... I
0: have one of his vinyl pink elephants with the uh with the uh the um lampshade on his head yeah. so um around uh, what was it uh, black friday last year he had a limited edition print and you got the elephant that was in the print I I think it was called slush fund. That was the name of the print. (laughs) So you bought it together and I think it was all like 250 bucks or something like that. And I bought two of them because I knew that I'm going to hang one in the shop and have the elephant there and somebody's going to want to buy it from me. And I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm thinking ahead of the curve and I'm going to buy one just to have in the bank over there. So I actually have two of them. Um, and I need to, uh, I need to unpack. That's another project on the thing. I've got that and I've got a planet of the apes. That was for Christmas. Um, that, that it, it was a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. So I actually have three, four things from shag because if you've been in my shop and I know you have, you've seen the Vincent price piece of that hanging over, over the counter. So I've got, I've got four shag pieces. Um, and he, he's one of my favorite, but if we want to talk artists, Um, I did an unboxing recently, um, inspired by, by Ming, um, (laughs) of, of, uh, one of our other favorite, uh, artists, uh, Shad Shad Nowicki, right? Oh yes, exactly. He did, he did the Mandalorian print with, with baby, baby Yoda. Well, it's not, we don't know if it's really Yoda, but Ah. it's, it's a baby Yoda and, you know, Kind of you know handling the shift knob over there, and I grabbed one of his prints and did an unboxing online, and that's that's another thing that I need to get framed. So um, you know, uh, uh, but how, how cool was Mandalorian? I'm I'm actually uh, watching that again. I'm I'm on uh, episode three. That's another another great thing. You know the uh, well again spoilers. You know the, I'm, I'm I'm I was at the at the part where the uh, the Ewoks were uh, the, the Jawas I'm sorry the Jawas were stripping his ship <laughs> and, and he had to go make the deal to, to deal to get all his stuff back so well, uh, let
1: let me tell you how good the Mandalorian is the Mandalorian is the only show that Max and Dina want to watch with me directly and we the three of us sit and watch it together and they, they both have the same reactions I have to the show. You know, we ooh and ah at the same place. We gasp at the same place. So really, you have, um, you know, something that the kids, the parents, it's very well done. It's very, very well done.
0: I, uh, You're lucky because the only thing that's on in my house right now is the, um, I, can, I can never, I, I always want to say Inglorious Bastards, but that's wrong. What's, what's, what's Quinn's show? Man. Oh, impractical
2: jokers! Impractical jokers. Thank Although you. if you call them impractical bastards, so uh, that would have been a great. That was their original working title, but uh, I guess they changed it to jokers. And I was like, okay.
0: My my daughter Amanda is a diehard fan, and then got my ten year old into it, and now my wife is into it as well. So the three of them are glued to the couch watching that show. I, I got the peanut gallery over here giving me comments about it.
2: Yeah, and, uh, and George, I got that sweatshirt at the Impractical Joker's premiere, and I wore it once. And um, I think I'm gonna give that to your daughter. I think. Uh, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. She, I,
0: I, I'm, gonna I'm gonna give it to her. I'm gonna make her watch this podcast because she's gonna freak. Are you talking about Impractical Joker? I am talking. <laughs> about Joker. She goes, "Yes, I love that show." But she was so upset when she found out that Brian and I was it Quinn and and, and some of the other guys were driving around and and going to the theaters uh, yeah the theaters you and brian are the same thing no brian, brian johnson is a different brian okay no, no, no. <laughs> sorry brian she doesn't know who you are um that's <laughs> right brian johnson's not no. watching this so <laughs> but uh, uh, uh because she, she wants to have a meet and greet she wants to meet these guys and uh so if they ever show up give, give me the secret you know the the you know they're going to be over here and, and amanda will
2: be there right we'll send the secret te- the coded text over yes,
0: yes.
1: Um, well there there's there's um the 10-year uh, TSD uh, celebration on june 13th in asbury i you know i don't know you know we'll see what happens but in theory everybody will be there you know um uh, brian quinn brian johnson you know walt um for that all day event. I mean, I have, uh, tickets myself to go. Um, uh, we'll see, you know, when it actually ends up being, but that would at least be a chance, uh, for her to, uh, you know, uh, see, uh, Brian Quinn in person and, and, yeah. and you know, and, and the rest of the folks.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it's, uh, and again, speaking to this whole thing going down, I'm supposed to be doing the five borough bike tour, in May. Oh, man. I'm, I'm 100% sure. I've already paid my $135 entrance fee, and, you know, my, my team was uh, dirt in the gears, and uh, I am 100% sure that that's probably not happening.
2: Yeah, although well, you could all ride six feet apart. Although there, it's I think there's like forty thousand participants <laughs> in that thing. Yeah. yeah, I did that back in uh, I want to say two thousand twelve or thirteen, maybe. And uh, it uh-huh. was one of uh, it was one of the the coolest things I've ever done. Um, and uh, you know, let's see. I think it's like forty six miles. You go through all five yeah. boroughs, and yeah. you know, forty six miles sounds like a lot. But I, you know, New York City traffic is still going on, so you're stopping in an intersection to wait for the hot dog cart to right. go by, you know, he's holding up like 20,000 bikes and uh, you can stop and start whenever you want. So, uh, you know, it's not supposed
0: to be like, like, like beer tents along the way and there, stuff like that.
2: There was alcohol, there were bananas and uh, it's a bike tour, not a bike race. So, right. so, so you you're able to, whenever you want, yeah, you, you know? go at your own well, pace.
1: And it was, Let me tell you this. I mean, as disappointing as that is, and that is a tremendous disappointment, Uh, Max and Dina and their mom were going to go to London and Paris over spring break. And obviously that beautiful, fantastic trip uh, is postponed. And that's a huge disappointment to them. And, you know, obviously, even before, you know, the pandemic, I was, you know, a little bit concerned about the kids traveling, uh, you know, transatlantically. But the opportunity to go to, you know, those two key cultural centers, you know, overweight, overwhelmed everything. And now, unfortunately, because of the way COVID-19 worked out, they're having to postpone that trip.
0: Yeah. It's it's just uh, I, I, haven't, I have no words anymore. You know, I, I, I just don't because it's it's the same. It's the same news every single day. I'm waiting for something to get better, hoping for something to get better. But um, You know, until it does, all you can do is be responsible. You know, I'm sitting on my not stockpile of I I I, I literally had to uh, search out some toilet paper. You know, it was, uh, you know, you don't want to be down to that one last roll. So uh, it's just it's crazy. If you you had to say in January that the stock market would drop 30 percent, toilet paper would be scarce. And all these people would be getting sick. You'd swear I was making it up.
1: I, I know, and and if you look at any of like the disaster movies or the post-apocalypse movies, they never mention toilet paper. I, I don't know. No one ever thought that would be a problem. So, and in, and in reality, it really is, and it's just uh, people are very anxious. People are very concerned, and going and stockpiling supplies there's an activity that they feel they can do that gives them some feeling of control. Yeah. That being, that being said, I'm looking at my dwindling pile of TP and I'm a little concerned.
0: <laughs> well, what's going to happen when they close down New York? Cause you know, Trump is talking about Cuomo's talking about it, De Blasio's talking about it. I mean, that's going to be unprecedented to close down an entire city. Uh, I mean, you've had like, you've had nine 11, you've had hurricane Sandy, you had the great blackout, but these were just natural disasters that you didn't have to worry about your health of, of breathing or touching somebody where, you know, I mean, it, it just takes it to the next level. It really does. It's just it's so surreal on, on so many levels. It, it really, I, you know,
2: I um, I, I think at that point, uh, that's where Will Smith saves us all. Right. Like, in I am legend and uh <laughs>
1: Well, if, man? If, if we're going to, okay, if we're going to go down that path, <laughs> I prefer Charlton Heston, but actually I really prefer. The man, right?
0: Vincent Price.
1: Vincent, Vincent Price. Price. Yeah.
0: How many times has that movie been redone now?
1: Uh, obviously not enough. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, I think that the smart film producer would, you know, would, you know, maybe hazard breaking the law and go and get some footage of these days because
0: it looks spooky. Well, you want to hear something really weird, all right? Uh, a, a, good, a good friend of, uh, of mine and, and customer, uh, my friend Adam, he dropped off the entire series of Fringe. And um, I don't know if that, that was a J.J. Abrams uh, a thing, you know, bad, bad robot. Um, and that is with um, Joshua Jackson, Ava Torv, and uh, John Noble, a great cast, really great cast. And it's kind of like um, X-Files meets uh, Twilight Zone. You know, it's really, really dumb. But I got to tell you, I'm watching some of these episodes because it's paranormal. It's all kinds of weird things. And it's it's diseases and people dying at strange reasons. And this was in, when was it? Like 2009? I think it's 10 years old, 2010. And it's really hitting home, to very close to home, on some of the things that are happening now. Um, I, I was, you know, not to not to be, you know, bashing on, on, on China, but the the, the the guy literally says he goes, "Well, this happened uh, uh, years ago when they had uh, some kind of pandemic in China and they didn't let us know about it." I was like, "Did they just say that?" I was like, did they just say that on fringe? I mean, that's our our president saying that every single day, you know, and I'm like, what the, what the hell, you know? So it's, it's just too much art mimicking life. Or or now it's life mimicking art because this was 10 years later and this, and this stuff is happening. And I, I, you know, so I, I thought that was such a great series, John Noble, um, Shakespearean actor, everybody knows him as, um, the, uh, uh, what was his name? The caretaker of Gondor and Lord of the Rings, steward of Gondor. He was steward of Gondor in Lord of the Rings. And, and I hated him in that movie because he played such a prick, <laughs> but he's, he's so good in fringe and, um, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, but I, I watch it, and I know I, I'm rewatching it. I think it's uh, five, five, uh, five seasons, and um, I know where it's going to go. It's got got a couple of cameos of uh, of, of um, Leonard Nimoy in it, and uh, so it, it's it's a fun ride. Uh, first, you know, first season is basically you know character building, um, and then season two starts building on a centralized plot that carries all the way through to the end, and it has a really Really good payoff at the end. Um, I, I definitely uh, recommend it. So, um, and that was my friend Adam, uh, who was the um, who who was the uh, the the winner of the fishbowl draw uh, drawer. If you remember, Ming, remember we pulled the name out of the fishbowl uh, yes. on my podcast. Yes, was, I remember that, that. That was Adam. Yeah. So,
2: congratulations, Adam. So, yeah. <laughs>
0: But uh, that's that's what I'm watching at the shop. But you know, sometimes I just gotta turn off everything and just blast some tunes in the background, and uh, you know, just let let my mind go. But uh, it's it's definitely it's definitely weird out there, and uh, you know, my kids are getting a little little uh, cabin fever. And uh, you know, what's what's you know what's crazy for for my my little one is you know she usually goes and plays next door with the kids. And my next-door neighbor is the main ER doctor at Riverview. So Ooh. we really have to kind of isolate yeah. so you know, they can wave to the kids across from the fence. And what we're hearing firsthand from his wife is that things are getting worse over there.
2: Yeah, man, I can imagine.
0: And I talked to them two weeks ago. They didn't have a single case walking through the door, and now it's just here, here it comes, you know, get ready because, uh, it's, it's starting, it's not even spiking yet. So, but, uh, well, you know.
1: let, let's, let's do this. Let's, let's think positively from what I understand from hearing, uh, another one of, uh, the shared universe podcasts is that Mike has already set up, uh, a Halloween party. Is that true? Ming that, um, Have you, did you discuss that with Mike? Mike said there was going to be a Halloween party for um, a shared universe podcasters.
2: I I have not heard this, but I'm all in. So, so we, we all get it. We all jump on virtually and we, I guess we're, we're dressing up.
1: Um. Well, well, hopefully we can do it in person by October. But what I was going to say is that that would be ideal because I actually, you know, Ming, obviously I have you, uh, uh, to thank for my good friend, George, because I came to the premiere party for um, a comic book man, uh I guess it was one of the season, season six or season seven. I think it was seven. I, was it seven? And I just happened to be talking to this guy who was George and we've become good friends. And that was around that time of the year. So what I'm saying is we should celebrate our friendship by meeting up at the Halloween party. And I know my son, Max, is all into it. Dina, not so much, but we all know that Dina um, is not easily impressed. (laughs) But so I would say uh, for the three of us, we we should take advantage of any future opportunity to meet in person, because although it's wonderful to see you and speak with you virtually, obviously it will be great when we can meet in person when this is all over, and it will be over. If we all play our part, if we all, you know, uh, if we all are a little bit miserable right now, if we stay in the house, if we follow directions, then it will all be over soon enough, hopefully uh, with a with a minimal amount of uh, pain and suffering uh, for folks.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm all down for a uh, for a Halloween party. And, and if we have to, it'll be all it'll be cool if we all wear masks. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> come as your favorite scrubs.
2: <laughs> yeah, that that'll that'll work out. Um yeah, hopefully we can all get our hands on some N ninety five masks. Uh although those should all be going to Essential Personnel if you have any. Yes. Um but uh yeah, hopefully by uh, October thirty first. Yeah. Let's uh let's book it here right now. Shared Universe Halloween party for sure.
0: I I like a shared a shared universe podcast studio building and beautiful downtown Eaton Town.
2: Yeah, we'll uh we'll take it over. Uh we've moved up to the fifth floor, so uh we got plenty of room up there. To uh to have some some Halloween shenanigans for sure.
0: I i I I really want to see the new studio space, man. I saw when you and Mike were doing the Ming and Mike show, and and your new digs. I mean, they're they're amazing. Great, yeah, yeah. The
2: uh, and uh, your fingerprint is all over the place, George. Uh, your your framed uh, artwork is all over there, and uh, yeah, I dare I say it uh, because it's a little bigger. We we might have some extra wall space, so uh, we need more. And uh, we'll be in there to cool. see you very soon.
0: More, more.
2: Always more.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it.
1: And, and as I said, George, I have plenty of things, you know, um, on um, on queue for you to work on for me. Because, you know, you do a beautiful job. You archive everything. And, uh, you know, uh, it's really a pleasure to look at, uh, A, the artwork itself, but B, the presentation that you do.
0: Thank you, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. You know, I, 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 say to people, if I could, if I could go back to when I first opened my shop, which was in 2000, 2007, I think, uh, you know, we were, we, we uh, I had just opened my shop and we were just going into our, our recession at that point, you know, uh, and if I could fast forward, you know, 13 years to now, not that this is a, you know, whatever, but just the, the, I, I am so much more positive that my business will survive because of, you know, you, you plant seeds in life, you know, you go and you, you, I, I tried to tell this to my kids, don't turn down any kind of uh, uh, opportunities. You know, I mean, it would have been really easy for me to say, and I, I forget what it was. I, I, w- I was supposed to go to, to the premier party, at Jamie's that night, it would have been very easy for me to say, oh, "I got something else I got to do," or maybe I did have something to do. And I think I I, I told my wife I said, "Look, I'm just going to go," you know. Um, and, and I met Stu, and now we're doing this podcast. But you know, it's it's all the, the seeds that you plant that will pay off, and and you do things. I I personally have been you know promoting a lot of stuff on on Facebook. I did a, a, an Ask the Framer. Uh, where I've gotten a bunch of people coming and asking comments from me and, and, and what can I do? Uh, you know, uh, just, just doing, in this whole, you know, universe right here, you know, podcasting, it, it's what you need to do. It's what you need to add to your media mix as a business to, you know, be current and, and ensure that your, your business will survive. And even, I mean, me, me posting that or reposting and resharing that that music episode of uh, Framed in Jersey uh, almost doubled my viewership uh, for that one episode. And I thought to myself, I was like, wow, you know, I mean, people have really, you know, a, a lot more time. They've maybe binged watched all the shows that they want to see. Here's something else that they didn't realize is out there. And, you know, hopefully they'll start watching other people's podcasts <laughs> and and venturing out and uh it'll grow your business ming too you know um you know so let me say anybody within the silky sounds of my voice um want to do their own podcast please feel free to contact ming at a shared universe podcast studio and uh you know we have no special equipment right here except for you know a a um a computer cam over here and i'm not even using my my special headphones it's just you know and we're having this this wonderful interaction so if you want to you know if you want to talk with family or start your own podcast reach out to ming and you can do that as well
2: yeah and, thanks George. man um yeah i think it's i think this has been working out pretty well um we've been connecting people virtually for for years now and uh never thinking that it would become a necessity and uh so i mean truly we want to uh, we want to pass on this knowledge to everybody else. Uh, I know there are a lot of podcasters out there who get together on a weekly basis and uh, record. And now we're not allowed to get together. But uh, however, through the the ma- the the, uh, the the magic of technology and these magic little boxes here, uh, we're able to bring people back together. So, um, and, uh, and I want to help everybody hop on, like just just like we're doing now. It's not it's not main. difficult.
1: May, I I'm sorry to interrupt. No, what not I, at all. I wanna, What I want to stress is that I'm actually doing this on my phone. Yeah. So, so, you know, for those of you who might be thinking, hey, this is something I can do. If you have a phone that you're watching this on or listening to it, you obviously can do this yourself. And, you know, I think that um, doing this allows you to network with a large group of people i mean you know for example earlier in the week i was on um the marvelous podcast with peter melnick and eddie wilson um people i've become friends with through uh the pop culture um fandom you know i uh i also am very much involved in uh the power cosmic uh, podcast. Uh, I'm listening to that that Mitch Halleck from Terrificon does. So, you know, all of this um virtual interaction, all of this digital communication will allow you to expand your group of friends and associates. And and really what we should do is in these tough times, we should look at it as a as an opportunity. And for those of you who might be thinking of doing a podcast, why don't give it a try? I mean you know, literally I'm sitting at my kitchen table. You can see this is my kitchen on my phone. I have a little, you know, um, tablet stand that I prop my phone up on and you can do a podcast. And I think it's a way to express ourselves in in a socially distant world.
0: And we need it more than ever right now. So it keeps people, you know, connected and, uh, Let's people know that there's, you know, still, still a, a world out there. You know, you might be self isolating, and, 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 but, you know, you can still do something that normalizes everything, you know, to some extent. So, um, and then when we get, we do get back to normal, go see Ming in his fabulous studio.
2: <laughs> Thank you. You, uh, yeah, I guarantee you'll, be, you'll have you a good time be in there. <laughs> you will. You'll be. You'll get to see Georgia's handiwork. Uh, up on the walls, uh, as well as a lot of uh, – I, I mean, there's, there's got to be something in there you like. So, <laughs> But, you know, if we can't be in there, at least we can be in here. So uh, I, I appreciate this greatly, for sure.
1: And, Ming, um, for those who might be listening who are not familiar with other podcasts on uh, your network, I would suggest uh, American Loser by K.P. Burke and Larry with the Big Kahuna. Which is an excellent podcast, the, the most you will ever learn about history while you're laughing at it. I, I will caution that there could be an F bomb or two. So, you know, keep that in mind. Um, uh, also, you know, the Point Blank podcast, <laughs> uh, a great group of people. You know, um, uh, just, uh, you know, there's so many. We were just uh, listening to Champ's World right before this one. So I really would take the opportunity to look through. A shared universe's library and and get the chance to experience something new. Why not take advantage of this time?
2: Yeah, what else are you doing? Right, just throw it on in the background uh, as you're um, doing whatever your uh, your quarantine daily activities are. And uh, yeah, sit back and be entertained, my friends. There's a there's a whole world of uh, crazy stories and viewpoints out there and passions for sure. So uh, yeah. Yeah. I like you, George, I love using your podcast as a, as an example of what we do at the studio. People are like, well, what, you know, what, what kind of people come in? Who's starting podcasts? It's like, we, we have a podcast about framing and the stories behind uh, the things that get framed and, uh, People are like, really? That's a podcast? I'm like, just take a listen. You'll uh, you'll get hooked immediately.
0: <laughs> it goes, it goes all over the place. And they were, do. Were, were you the one that said Walt was homesick one yep. day, and he was like, I can't believe George has a podcast. And he goes, I'm actually listening to, to George's podcast. Yeah,
2: and I think he enjoyed it. <laughs> and Walt Flanagan doesn't enjoy anything. So if that's a, <laughs> you know, if that's that's a compliment, if I ever heard one. So uh, yeah, check that out for sure. Framed in Jersey is the name of the podcast. It's uh search right. it up on iTunes or Spotify. Or uh, Google, uh, Google just this week came out with a new podcast app called Google Podcasts. So it's definitely on there as well.
0: Yeah, cool. Yeah. So like, uh, you know, I'm sharing it with everybody and, and I'm getting positive feedback. I haven't gotten one snarky uh, uh, comment yet. I'm waiting for it. Somebody somebody who's listening to it right now, probably a friend of mine, will, will, will just just to give me a dig. You
1: know, George,
0: a- after the
1: fact, I'm going to go back and put one on just, just so you have your first one. <laughs>
0: You, you get a pass from me. How's that? Well, I, I have I have
1: to tell you both that um, uh, Max and Dina, before they left for their mom today, wanted to say um, hello uh, to you, George. Hello to you, and Ming. And um, my uh, mom and dad, especially my dad, uh, George says hello, and he's looking forward to coming back and visiting with you soon.
0: Oh, awesome. Awesome. And you know what? I, I, I love those guys, you know, those the. the, 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 the Guy and girl, the wonder twins, they're always so well behaved and, and they're, you know, speaks to you and, and say hi to your dad too, because I, you know, I, I love seeing him too. I, I love it when he comes into the shop cause I know he has a good, good time too. So, um, but, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it goes to, to, you know, I, I love what I do. And, and I, I, again, it's so cliche and I say it every single time, um, you know, people who come in, they come in as friends. They come in as customers and they leave as friends. There, I ruined my own cliche. Uh, <laughs> come in as a customer and leave as a friend. And it's so true. You know, it's so true because we're doing things that make people happy. We're framing things that people love. Um, you know, putting something on their wall that, that that makes them smile, hopefully. You know, or brings them a remembrance of somebody. Uh, you know, and it's, you know, I love what I do. Um and sometimes it's very, very poignant. You know, today I, I I framed, of all things to be framing today, I framed somebody's vacation um, street art from Italy of all places. And I'm thinking to myself when I'm doing this, did the guy who, who painted this, the guy, is is he okay? Is is he sick? You know, did he, did he pass away? You know very very uh well done artwork and um you know what i I actually took a picture of a few of the pieces before i before i framed them up because they you know sometimes they have bad glare on it um you know this is this is a piece done by i don't know let's see if we can put it up there
2: oh Oh, yeah we can see that that's awesome
0: you know and that that's a street artist you know um that's that's vatican city and um you know, and, uh, there's the Coliseum that's oil on canvas, you know? So, and I'm framing these pieces and I'm very aware of how poignant that is right now, you know, and that's, that kind of stuff happens in the shop all the time. You know, it might be somebody who has a a family member that passes or, you know, all the Disney stuff that I framed over the years and still have stuff that I want to frame, and you can't go there anymore who Who? disney never closes disney never closes and for them to be closed and say closed indefinitely is just it's yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's it's amazing you know and and we don't they, they were saying that we don't know whether or not you know it's ever going to get back to the way it was and hopefully it will be we're all going to be you know once you get it or some form of it a mild case we will become immune and we can get out there and, and live our lives and be the social people that we always are and need to be, you know, um, we need to be around other people. It's, it's, you know, it, 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 we're, we're social, social beings, you know, we're happier when we're in groups, you know, case in point, you know, as I'm looking at the, uh, which way am I looking? I'm looking at the Brady bunch and I'm looking down over here at you, you know, so, <laughs> Here's Alice popping up in the middle over here. So anyway. So where, where are we time wise, man?
2: Uh we're about at an hour. I think we filled out a good hour. And uh yeah, that you guys have been great. Um everybody watching it has been loving this. Uh, uh our friend Krill Sukov is watching from Moscow of all places. And uh
1: wow. that is awesome.
2: And uh George, yeah. he says, uh everything is good as long as you're not framing people for murder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well said.
1: No, I think that's the first snarky comment.
0: There you go, snarky comment. That's right from
1: Russia. Imagine that.
0: There you go. So um, yeah, it's 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 all good. So let's 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 put some positive energy out there into the universe. Yeah. Uh, um. You know that that every, everything's. I'm going to. You know, my mom always said. You know, if you want something to happen, or says. Um, if you want something to happen, proclaim it, you know? So I'm going to proclaim that things are going to get better for everybody. Okay. For everybody. And if we all just kind of, you know, put a mental, you know, mental energy out there, it, it, things, things will get better. So, but I, uh, this is, this is your show, Stu. Uh, so what do well, what you got to say?
1: I think that my good friend, you've said it very well. I think that, you know, obviously, it's wonderful to see you, Ming. It's wonderful to see you as well. Thank you for all the people who listen live or watch live. Uh, Thank you for the folks who listen on replay. And, you know, maybe what we can do, George, is use this as an opportunity, as we've been saying, is maybe have a follow-up very shortly, and let's see how it goes, okay?
0: Yeah, let's schedule um – let's do a, a, a Franklin Jersey doing it crossover. Um, and we can talk. Uh, I think we talked. we did a TV thing, but we can always revisit TV. We really didn't touch on uh Westworld at all. Oh um, yeah. 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 We have one, to one, one of my, you know, I never did a movie uh, episode yet. And one, one of my favorite movies I got, I got to say, I watch it every single time it comes on is green book. I love that movie. That movie is just okay. Too funny on so many levels. So, okay.
1: um, well, I'm I'm glad you said that cuz I haven't had a chance to see it. I've heard it's wonderful. I will take that as my assignment and I will watch know. it so I can discuss it with you.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Ming, thank you for being a wonderful host and moderator. Always. So-
0: Always. Good you, man. Thanks, and- man. I appreciate you, man. Always do.
1: Of
2: course. You, you guys as well. Truly.
0: Okay. All right. So until, until, until next time, uh, uh we'll, we'll, we'll see you again. All right.
2: Thanks Thank everybody. You.
0: Take care. All right. Bye.